This is Vaya con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP. Larry Hot, hello, good morning. Good morning, Natalia. How you doing? Good. What are we talking about today? Well, we have a special guest this morning. It's Diane Perlman, who's the executive director of the Berkshire Film and Media Collaborative. Quite a mouth, mouthful. I can't even say it. It's a long <laughs> title. Sorry. But thank you for having me. Now, tell us about this collaborative. Why is it important? To, why is it called the Berkshire Film and Media Collaborative? Where are you? What do you do? Well, it did start in the Berkshires, but actually we are a nonprofit that serves all four Western Mass counties. And we're about promoting and growing the film and media industry here. And we do that three ways. We offer educational courses at our colleges and universities. We offer workforce development courses to help people learn how to work on film sets when films are being shot. And uh, then we help productions that come here find crew and locations and uh, hotels and all those other things that are needed for a production. And that's how I know you. I yes. actually, I was a guest speaker at one of your events. I've called on you for help before. Uh, I've gone to a lot of your functions and I really recommend, I mean, when you have a, what do you call those get-togethers, the coffees? or It's the a networking event. Networking event. I went to one recently at Fitzwillie's and met a lot of people, had a good time. I wanted to go to that. I'm sorry I didn't make it. It's, well, it's really a good way to get to know what's going on in the Valley. And I think that's one of the, the points of what you do. There are a lot of filmmakers and people who work in the industry around here and people don't see it. It's not that visible. Right. Uh, so like, give me an example of what kind of talent do we have here? Well, we have Academy Award documentary filmmakers. We have uh, leaders in the industry. We have uh people that have made indie films that have gone to Sundance and have won awards around the world. And I think um, a lot of our filmmakers and networking events are about getting out from behind your computer and meeting other filmmakers. It's really invigorating. Human beings. Yeah, real human beings. So right. when, let's say somebody calls from out of town and they have, uh, say, a medium-funded independent production. Uh, they call you. What do they ask you and what do you do for them? Well, mostly it's about locations. Um, one of the things that Massachusetts in general is known about for is their location. So people want a rural environment. Um, where there's actually a film out of Boston right now that's looking in Western Mass, and it takes place at a Shakespeare company. So, you know, we've been showing them theaters. We've been showing them, you know, different kinds of uh, different places. They've been driving around. So it's really when productions come here, they want locations, but they are also excited to learn about the talent that's here that they don't have to bring in from New York or L.A., that they can actually hire um, you know, A-level professionals here in the Valley and in Western Massachusetts. So the Western Massachusetts is a vibrant uh, community of filmmakers? It is, actually. A lot of us, um, I came actually to the Berkshires 25 years ago to work with a gentleman named Doug Trumbull, who's a pioneer in visual effects. He did Blade Runner, 2001 The Space Odyssey, and he has a studio in the Berkshires. And so uh, I came to work with him. Then I ran a studio that did high-end visual effects for Hollywood. And when it moved to the West Coast, a lot of people stayed here. So there are a lot of visual effects people, but there are also a lot of documentary filmmakers like the award-winning documentary filmmaker I'm sitting next to right now. No, but there's also somebody... <laughs> <Who> that? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Hi. Um, but uh, Cynthia Wade, who we've had in the station before, uh, moved up to the Berkshires, a well-known filmmaker, uh, does both uh, Hollywood uh, feature films and documentaries. But people choose to live around here well, for the lifestyle, the reason that we're here. It's kind it's, of the big secret. Like, you can have a great quality of life. And I think also f film people who live here would rather work here. They will go around the world to shoot. But the more production we can bring here and have our businesses learn how to use video and shoot video, um, the 
bigger the industry will grow. And so that's kind of a goal. What Diane, what was the impetus, though, to start the Berkshire and media, the Berkshire Film and Media? Uh, in 2000, right. I'm oh, sorry. In in, um, in 2005, the state passed a fairly lucrative tax credit that was amended in 2007. So uh, you only have to spend fifty thousand dollars in our state to become eligible for the tax credit, which is 25 percent. And what we found was by 2008, 14 films had come bringing in three hundred and fifty million dollars into the state, but they were all in Boston. So a bunch of people in Western Mass said, wait, hey, hey, we're out here. We have talent. We have locations. So we started in 2009, uh, first in the Berkshires, but now we serve all four Western Massachusetts counties. So it's really about growing the industry and especially encouraging young people to stay here and work in the industry. We think film, media, gaming, game design are um, are industries that we can grow here and and keep people here. And it's a business, a big business here. Yes. Um, and you are doing a training coming up May 12th for people who want to get into it or people who want to improve their skills. So what, what is that training that's coming up? Right. It's called the Western Mass Film and Media Exchange. It'll be the fourth one. Uh, and this one is kind of different. It's it's really always been designed to bring our filmmakers and our businesses together. When businesses need video, why go out of the state when you can hire someone down the street? Uh, this one is particularly exciting because we're doing it with Vitek Videocom, and they're bringing their road show here, which is not like a circus, but it's actually... Um, <laughs> no animals. Really no, no. But um, they're bringing in professionals and local people to really talk about how to shoot um, videos at little or no cost with very small crews, which I think is really applicable to our part of the state because people don't have a lot of money. And I, I think there's sort of a misconception, that, oh, I have to shoot a video. It's going to be really expensive. And so the uh, this is a full day of seminars. It's There'll also be lots of cameras and lighting equipment. People can actually... Toys. Toys, toys to play, to play with. with. And um, a, Who's the keynote speaker? What's he talking about? Jem uh, Schofield. Uh, he's an educator and, and uh, production uh, person himself. And he is going to talk about how to kind of make the production process easier and less expensive, which I think is something that's really valuable. Is today. this is this free or is there you have to buy a ticket? You do have to buy a ticket. It includes lunch and a cocktail party and all the workshops for $55. And where is it going to be held? It's at the Sheridan Monarch uh, in, in Springfield from 1130 to 630 on Friday, May 12th. And you can go to your website to get more information. BerkshireFilm.org. Right, so we are talking with Diane Perlman, who is the executive director of the Berkshire Film and Media Collaborative. Could you just give me a sense of, I mean, people always say, you know, $1 spent on the arts creates, you know, $25 for the economy. Could you give me a sense of how important the arts are here in Western Massachusetts? What, what, what does that dollar do out here? I don't know that I can speak for, for all the arts, but I can speak for film. Um, there have been statewide studies that say, say for every dollar spent, $10 goes into the local economy. Uh, we actually used some Mass Cultural Council money a couple years ago and did a study on the impact of a film in a small rural town. And we used the judge that shot in Shelburne. And what we found was um, for every dollar spent, 60 cents goes into a rural town, which may not sound like a lot. But if a small film shoots, use, spends $100,000, that's $60,000 that goes into a little town that wasn't there. And if a bigger film like Daddy's Home 2 just shot in Great Barrington or Labor Day or the judge is shot in Shelburne that are spending millions, it's a huge boost to our local economy. Diane, this uh, exchange uh, event that's happening on May 12th at the Sheraton Monarch from 11.30 to 6.30 p.m., by your description, it sounds like it's for for newbies, 
uh, and for professionals. Oldies. It's for everybody. Oldies. Oldies. Somebody like Larry could go and learn. <laughs> I'm a middle, yes, I'm, I'm a middle I mean, bee. <laughs> we want to encourage people, even who are not filmmakers, who are in marketing departments of businesses and they know they need video, but they're not really sure what to do. They can come meet local filmmakers. And for people who are filmmakers, videographers, in uh, work at local uh, television stations, we will have the newest equipment. Um, one of the reasons we just did it is... I know I'm going to want to buy it all. Right. <laughs> it's right after NAB, which just happened in Las Vegas. So um, we're very excited. We'll have cameras, red cameras, Panasonic, all kinds of light boards, uh, Anton uh, Bauer batteries. I mean, it'll be... It really is. We call it a day to play, but it really is. You can, you can geek out. Is that what you're saying? You can, you can you be can, a nerd. You can geek out. And at things. the uh, cocktail party, you can pig out. So you got all the outs you going. Out, for... And you can meet other people who, who want to do the same thing. So the number that people call to get in touch with... Starts with 413. Starts with 413. <laughs> it's a 413-528-4223, or easier is and I just uh, one more. I just want to ask one really... Important question. How much glamour will there be at this event? <laughs> well, Larry, if you're there, <laughs> oh, well, that answers the question, doesn't it? <laughs> Blinded by the light. I'm buying my red shoes now. <laughs> Larry, this is interesting also because we were talking just last week about the First Amendment, freedom of expression, the lack of funds for filmmakers, how it's becoming, especially under this administration, presidency, that there is a real threat to, to the arts. There is, and I think there's also a need for media literacy, for understanding how the media is made and knowing when you're being manipulated. And of course, if you want to make it, knowing how to manipulate people <laughs> yourself. Um, the part of the, you know, only part of the training is technical. Um, the things I teach are less, much more about understanding how to tell the story uh, and also knowing uh, what the rights are, issues are so that you don't get in trouble for producing something. Uh, and some of the training that you do, some of what, maybe Diane, you can tell us some of the uh, training that goes on that's not at this uh, May 12th conference. Well, in Springfield, we just taught how to shoot a video with your iPhone. And I think that making video more accessible is, is key. I think there are a lot of students that can use video to express themselves maybe different than writing a term paper. But we're becoming a video society. It used to be you needed a website that was colorful with pictures. Now you need video. And I think, to your point, Larry, content is important. So even at something like The Exchange, you can come learn how to shoot a video properly. So how can you get your voice out it with video is one of the things that will be talked about at the exchange. Do you have a competing class of how to shoot a video with your Android? And they, <laughs> they fight with the iPhone people? Uh, you know, I think you can bring either. <laughs> okay. It's a generic term. It is. And I think also, you know, there's so many applications like um, well, iMovie or other editing software that are free that I think more and more people, to your point, can get their voice out there in video. And we would like to encourage them and help them do that. Uh, I always talk about the idea of uh, making films now is the equivalent of having a pencil and a yellow pad. Uh, the access is so much easier, and with the equipment coming down in price, you can also make something very professional. But now there's also a glut of material out there, so promotion money becomes your gateway. For If you can't get people to look at it, what does it matter if you've made it? Uh, what do you think, Diane? I think it's a good thing to have more voices accessible. I agree there's a glut out there, and in some ways it makes... How to tell your story more important. Content becomes more important. I think also... Content is queen. It, oh, king it, right? <laughs> I think also that... <laughs> I, I, th I think also that, um, 
you know, how to brand yourself or get or how do you make a message that talks about your organization or your film is really important. And those techniques will be talked about at the exchange as well. This is Via Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP.